In this episode, you will discover the incredible mindset change to completely relieve stress from your IBS. Welcome to Gut Reactions, a podcast helping women to break free from symptoms, master their gut health and reclaim their lives. Here we talk all things IBS and absolutely nothing is off the table. I'm your host, Otavia, a nutritional therapist, and you guessed it, I'm an IBS warrior myself. In this podcast, we'll talk about the impact IBS has on our daily lives, how we can live well with IBS, and most importantly, how we could heal our IBS symptoms for good. Because let's be honest, living with IBS can be a little bit shit. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Gut Reactions and another episode of What To Do When. And today we are going to look at what to do when you feel, enter negative scenario here, right? You feel lost, you feel hopeless, you feel deflated, you feel frustrated, all of that stuff. What to do when you feel this way about your IBS? Because I know this is super common for you, definitely experienced this before, maybe you're experiencing it now. Maybe it kind of like myself would fluctuate and sometimes you'd feel okay, sometimes you wouldn't really think about it, but then wham, it will hit you like a sack of shit to, um, you know, pardon the pun. So in this episode, we're going to look at why Googling actually makes this worse and makes you feel worse about your symptoms and your IBS. The one thing that could change your IBS forever for good in, in a good way. And why it's so important to take it back to basics when you feel lost, hopeless, overwhelmed, anything like that, to do the IBS. So the first thing that I'm going to recommend, which is a bit ironic, I'm going to recommend listen to this podcast. I mean, you obviously are listening to it now. Maybe it's your first time listening. If so, hi, I hope that you enjoy this episode. But just make sure that you're listening to all the episodes that I'm putting out because they're going to be looking at, you know, practically what to do in different scenarios when you have IBS, helping you to enhance your quality of life whilst you are actually living with symptoms and to give you a little bit of control back and a little bit of autonomy and not feeling so, you know, bogged down by your IBS all the time, how you can actually live well or live better whilst you're going through this. But not only that, the other episodes that I'll be I'll be releasing, you know, we do um, two episodes a week. The other ones are going to be looking at this in more detail, right? more things specific around you know what is IBS how does IBS occur how to know if you actually have IBS what to do about it because I know that you probably you know you're either quite early on in this journey and only just kind of started thinking about IBS maybe the symptoms started relatively recently maybe you've had it for years and years and years maybe you have you know have this diagnosis from your doctor and you're just fed up of nothing working Right. So if you listen to this podcast every week, it's going to keep you exposed to the information that's going to help you understand what is going on. Right. And help you to get some kind of clarity and and control over it. And as we say, like, draw back the mysterious IBS curtain. <laughs> Let's see what's behind there, what's actually going on. So that's my, my first <laughs> recommendation is listen to the podcast. And you're doing a good job already, because if you've made it this far, then you're a couple minutes in and you're sticking around. So let's look at why Googling your symptoms can actually make this worse. I know, I know, I know. It's so ironic and it's so difficult to stop it. But when, let me ask you this, okay. When have you Googled your symptoms about IBS and come away from that Googling session or the YouTube rabbit hole or the Reddit rabbit hole feeling lighter, feeling better, feeling optimistic and happy? 
Can you think of a scenario? If so, I'd be curious to know what it was about that Googling session or YouTube or Reddit session that actually helped. Was it that you saw a positive story? But I'm going to wager a bet that most of the time you've been Googling symptoms, you've not felt better. You probably, like I did, felt a lot worse, a lot heavier. Like the weight on your shoulders was just so much more. You felt confused, you felt overwhelmed, just spun out in general, right? And there's a reason for this. Because when you Google your symptoms, not only does it add to the overwhelm with the vast amount of conflicting and confusing information that's there, but also think about how algorithms work, right? So think about Google. What is going to get people to click on a headline? It might be something like 10 ways to manage your IBS. Okay, great, cool. 10 ways how to. But you read them all and you think, okay, I've tried that. That hasn't worked. Or what I have to... I don't know what they say on those things like don't eat this thing what I can never eat this food again you know what I mean it's not really empowering you but most of the time the things that get the highest amount of clicks and therefore get pushed up the algorithm so you see them first are possibly going to be things that are more negative so are going to reinforce that feeling of feeling confused and overwhelmed it's either going to be more information that your brain just can't handle because it doesn't kind of give any clarity about it or it's going to be negative things either way You're already in a state, if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling hopeless, overwhelmed, whatever it might be, anxious, stressed about your IBS, you're already in a state of fight or flight because you're already in a state of stress, which is leading you to Google your symptoms. When you're in a state of stress and fight or flight, you're already overwhelmed and you're already stressed, right? That's what stress, that's what fight or flight response is. So... Just adding more information to that. Your brain can't take that in when you're feeling stressed, right? It's like, okay, I'm in fight or flight. This historically would be me running away from a lion or me running away from, I don't know, a saber-toothed tiger, whatever. Because our stress uh, system hasn't really, you know, caught up to modern day life. So it's already stress. It's not a time to sit down and Google. But when you do that, you're just going to add to it because you're giving more information that your brain can handle. So that's why Googling makes it worse in a, in a very medium-sized nutshell. So the reason why point number two is so important to bring it back to basics when you are feeling stressed, lost, hopeless, overwhelmed about your IBS is because when you bring it back to basics, it kind of does the opposite of Googling. Because what I'm talking about when I say bring it back to basics, you know, we've done episodes on this. You, you, know, you may have listened to this in terms of what actually IBS is. There are four main things in terms of IBS, right? One of them is a microbiome. Your microbiome is unbalanced. You have too much negative bacteria, not enough positive bacteria. Or you have inflammation in your gut, maybe because you have food intolerances. If you are able to just bring it back to basics of, okay, it's probably going to be one of these things, then it kind of, do you see how that kind of lifts? It's like, oh, okay, it's one of these things then. Okay, it's not so confusing and oh I can you know drink peppermint tea but don't eat you know I don't know biscuits but do eat this and don't do exercise and blah 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 it's yeah all of those things can have an influence possibly but we're bringing it back to basics in terms of it's your microbiome it's inflammation it's food intolerances you know maybe your digestive capability in terms of you're not digesting things properly in your stomach acid because maybe you're stressed and your stomach acid isn't plentiful enough But what that does is go, oh, it's going to be one of these things or a combination. Okay. And that just kind of, if you imagine sort of like a gravel path or like a sandy path, when you Google symptoms, all it does is sprinkle 
a, a shit ton of sand on that on that path, right? Sprinkle, I don't know, dump a load of sand on that path and just completely overwhelm that path with all this sand. When you just bring it back to basics and think it's going to be one of these four things, you sort of sweep that sand away and clear the path a little bit because it declutters your mind in terms of what's going on, right? So that's why it's so important to bring it back to basics. And those are the basics I'm talking about. And in terms of what's the one thing that could change IBS forever? I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Okay, there are two things. The thing I've said before, and I will probably, I mean, I will definitely say again. Working with a nutritional therapist, working with a gut specialist, someone who works in holistic health, because they're not just looking at disease state. Like we've said before, if you've been seen by a doctor and they say, nope, nothing wrong with you, done all the tests, there's no problems, no disease, but there are symptoms, that's when you need to work with someone who looks at subclinical symptoms, right? Absolute game changer. However, if that's not on the cards for you right now, what I would encourage is to just implement some self-care. So this is going to look like, you know, these episodes, what to do when. Implementing some of these things. So, for example, what to do when you're on a date with IBS, okay? Self-care looks like, you know, it's not just sitting in a bath with a face mask on and, you know, listening to nice music. Yeah, that is self-care. But it's also shifting your environment and changing your interactions with people to care for yourself i.e if you're going on a date or you're going on holiday looking at managing that environment to improve your experience of that situation so you're not being controlled by your ibs do you see what i mean so that is caring for yourself it's like right okay i'm going on this date and i do want to go and i know that if we go to this restaurant that's going to trigger my symptoms so i'm going to go to one that actually you know maybe he hasn't suggested or she or they haven't suggested but i would like to go here because i know i can eat there and be safe that is a form of self-care and also maybe things like actual you know what i said before actually having a warm bath maybe snuggling up snuggling up with a hot water bottle watching a film anything that's self-care imagine the not only the physical but the emotional stress that ibs can have we need to treat ourselves and we need to look after ourselves and think you know what pardon the pun but i'm having a shit time like i need to look after myself and self-soothe when you're stressed right because you're living with sort of like you're kind of living with long-term condition in a way yeah it's like something that you need to prioritize is looking after yourself and also if you are going to go online or if you're going to google things and you're not going to listen to what i say about googling it fair i mean you have agency you have free will (laughs) one of my friends would disagree because we always disagree between free will and being controlled but whatever If you're going to do that, please, I implore you, look up positive or inspirational stories or like this podcast, somebody who has IBS or has had IBS and has found that they're able to break free from those symptoms because that's going to give you more of a positive assumption about your journey with IBS rather than just feeling overwhelmed and confused about your symptoms. So if you must Google, that's what I would like you to Google, (laughs) but please just don't Google in general. So hopefully that was helpful. So in this episode, we've looked at why Googling can make your IBS so much worse when you're feeling hopeless, lost, overwhelmed, etc. Why it's so important to take it back to basics. Remember the clearing the path analogy. You're clearing the path. You're not overwhelming yourself. And the one thing that can change your IBS forever is working with a holistic practitioner. So I hope that you found that useful. I hope you found some value in this episode. And if you did, and if you enjoyed the episode, I would, as always, be really, really grateful if you would 
rate and review the podcast and subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye, guys.